0: Welcome to If This Bar Could Talk and our limited series on cocktail modifiers. Alcademics.com defines a cocktail modifier as a cocktail ingredient, usually alcoholic and typically fortified wine or a liqueur, that both softens the base spirit and adds flavor to the drink. In this series, we'll talk to the experts, bar professionals, and regular folks like us to better understand what modifiers are and how to use them. Next up, Ancho Reyes.
1: Hi, my name is Mary Palak, and I am the brand Ambassador for our Mexican Spirits Portfolio for Campari. Wonderful. Thanks for
2: doing this, Mary. We really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Can you tell our listeners, what is Ancho Reyes?
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. A lot of people don't know what Ancho Reyes is, Um, but uh, its shortest definition, it's a spiced chili liqueur. Um, It's actually based on an old 1920s family recipe from a prominent family in Puebla called the Reyes family. And they would make this style of liqueur called a menjorge, And menjorge just roughly translates to um, elixir or concoction. And if you were to go to any, like, central market in, like, Puebla or Oaxaca, you might find a stall that had all these, like, multicolored glass bottles and they'd all be different types of menjorges or different home infusions and liqueurs etc and if you were a family from Puebla in the 1920s and you wanted to use maybe a local ingredient you might turn to say poblano chilies and when poblano chilies are dry they become ancho chilies a lot of people don't know that that chilies usually have Two different names: a uh, fresh name and then also a dry name. So, hmm. uh, we use for the original, we use the ancho, re, uh, ancho chili. Um, we have two different types of ancho reyes. We have the original, we have the verde, um, and they both come from the same plant, um, the poblano chili plant. And we source from local farmers in Puebla. Something we're really proud to. We work with really amazing suppliers in Puebla that have been growing chilies for generations. Uh, We harvest in two different seasons to produce the two different products. So, uh, For the verde, uh, which just translates to green, uh, we actually harvest a little bit earlier, like late summer, around July, August, when the poblano chilies are fully grown but still super green. And then for the Ancho Reyes original, we harvest a little bit later, early fall, around like August, September. And at that point, the chilies had become super sweet and red. And then we process the chilies a little bit differently uh, to produce each liqueur. Hmm.
2: Very interesting. So this recipe has been around since 1920s?
1: Yeah. So it was based on a, um, kind of just like a, f- a family recipe that was verbalized. Um, uh, the man who created a Ivan Saldana, he's... he's amazing with Mexican spirits in general. And he had heard the recipe from a friend um, who was talking about how his family used to make this chili liqueur from uh, dried ancho chilies. And that inspired him to kind of replicate and recreate that recipe in a modern way. And now it's become this really amazing liqueur that's really fun to use in any kind of cocktail, really.
2: Well, what was the traditional use? Did they just drink it neat? Or what was it used for originally?
1: You know, I think that there's, like, for menjores in general, um, and I think this is true of a lot of cultures in the world. I I know for me, being um, Filipino, there's there's some type of liqueur like this where your family would just take a high-proof alcohol, infuse it with uh, some herbs and botanicals, and that'd be kind of, like, your catch-all. It'd be, like, medicine. It'd be uh, seasoning. It could be um, used for cocktails, what have you. And... um, it could have been used more as like a cordial um, Mm. than anything back then. Uh, Obviously now with with ancho reyes, the way we make it, it's it's super versatile, like in any kind of cocktail um, that you want to make. I like using the original for um, things like Mexican hot chocolate or espresso martinis because it has those deep, richer spices because we use the sun-dried ancho uh, chilies. And then the, the verde, which uses the fresh and fire roasted poblanos uh, is definitely more for like agua fresca, palomas, spicy margaritas, things like that. Mm. Mm.
2: And it, is it still uh, made by the same family or has that changed?
1: No, that's changed. This is kind of, that was, that recipe was just kind of um, verbalized to our, our, our creator, Yvonne, uh, and he replicated that recipe kind of uh, with with his vision of what it could have tasted like. I see. Uh, Because there was no, there was no like written record of uh, the recipe. It was kind of just like passed down um, and to this family friend. And now we make it, um, we make everything in Puebla. We source all of our ingredients from Puebla, except for our um, high proof neutral cane spirit. That's what we get from uh, Veracruz, uh, which is nearby Puebla. Um, And we make everything uh, at our facilities in Puebla.
0: And uh, how long has the brand been around?
1: The brand has been around. I want to say a little over a decade now. Okay. Um, it's it's the the original, which is the ancho, uh, the one that uses the ancho chili, came out first, and the verde came out a few years after that.
0: And always owned by the Campari Group, then.
1: No, it was actually, so we're still in partnership with um, with Casa Lumbre Spirit. So they are the, they created it uh, with Ivan at, at the head of that. And then um, eventually passed uh, over to us in 2020 or no, late 2019, just before, yeah, just before 2020. Okay.
2: Very cool. So what is your favorite way to use Anchorea's?
1: um well they're both so different and both so versatile like for me for the verde I love using it in anything kind of herbal and refreshing um so I would I would put it in like a sangrita which is like kind of um a sweet and savory juice I usually serve with tequila but I would make it with like uh, green chilies and things like that and then for the ancho original it's I love it with like deeper spirits um, and deeper flavors like coffee. So I actually really love it in the espresso martini. Okay. Mm,
0: that
2: sounds good. So to yeah. your knowledge, is it used in cooking at all?
1: All the time. It's so funny that you say that every time I do a lot of staff trainings, all across the country, and um, if a chef gets their hands on this, they instantly start talking about. It. For both of them too, uh, I see the enter original more often in like confectionery desserts, caramel, chocolate sauces, and things like that. And then I'll see the uh, the verde sometimes in in like savory sauces. Um, they they both work so well in culinary applications. I can
0: see That's that. That's interesting. I like that.
1: So, Mary, is there anything else
2: you think our listeners should know about ancho Reyes?
1: Um, I think that they're really beautiful ingredients to play with. Uh, be careful; they are as strong as a bottle of tequila, but uh, they have they impact they impart such rich chili flavor. Um, they're an easy hit to spice up your margarita, but even more, they're just fun to play with and put into any kind of cocktail.
2: Awesome. Well, Mary, thank you so much for speaking with us today. We really appreciate it. And we love learning more yeah. about Reyes. We'll have to uh, experiment with it in cooking now. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Have a great day. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, you too. And now we will hear from a professional bartender about how they use Reyes in a cocktail. Welcome back to
3: the podcast, Sarah Pelt. Hi, Blair, Leanne. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm Sarah Opel, and I uh, attend bar at the Alibi Bourbon and Cocktail Lounge in the Short North, Columbus, Ohio. Uh, And we are a a bourbon bar, but, like, our main draw is our craft cocktail menu. Uh, Bourbon is also, like, the other half of the wall. But um, what I take the most pride in is our cocktail program. And uh, I think I first became uh, familiar with Ancho, I want to say actually right before COVID, when I worked at Sidebar, uh, and I worked really closely with Alex Eiler, Greg Burnett, Katie Susel, uh, and they were kind of my craft mentors, um, alongside Chris Senni and Kate Kalinowski, that they were kind of like the village that brought me up. Uh, I was messing around with Ancho for uh, Esplan cocktail fights. Uh, and this was right before shutdown. So this was when 2020 was going to be the year well, at least for me. And, uh, I, I wanted to do something savory. I wanted to channel Verde and maybe like, you know, a little bit of heat and pepper. Uh, then, you know, COVID happened, the cocktail competition didn't happen. Uh, but I, 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 it, it stayed in the forefront of my mind. And then at Alibi, we really go on to do, like diverse cocktails we have our our crowd pleasers our you know approachable sweet i hate the taste of alcohol drinks and then you have your bitter stirred spirit forward um i've had a rough day or i'm celebrating a big thing or i got ghosted drink um that part of the menu and then i don't know i think just something i i like to do is the weird shit is what um michael harvey always says uh who is my supreme sensei in everything and So I I fell madly in love. Like it was a flirtation with Ancho Reyes and Verde before. And then this summer I fell madly in love. I had a creative uh, dry spell for about a year and I was having a really hard time writing recipes. I just, nothing, nothing excited me. I couldn't come up with anything. And we needed a couple more drinks on the menu and one day and Harvey, our summer menu happened during a big transition in staffing and, and and operations so he said you know I want shelf ready ingredients please like nothing weird and I was like but I want to make a syrup and, and and he was like next menu I promise just can you throw something together I need something weird and I was like okay and so I just thought it'd be really fun to do like a smoky spicy cocktail and I knew the bananas were kind of indicative of like summer flavors bright uh refreshing so somehow this cocktail came together um with Illegal Hoven Mezcal and I wanted to use both Ancho uh twins and I always joke and say if I could pick a threesome my like ideal threesome in life would be me and Ancho Reyes and Ancho Verde. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: so it's a, the, the you know main spirit was um mezcal and then it was a split between Reyes and Verde. And then uh, banana nectar, so like Luza was our primary product. It was hard to find that for a minute, so we unfortunately had to use Goya. but uh, and then uh, it was, yeah, lime juice, aquafaba, and then mole and Trinity bitters. And what, what turned out was a smike, uh, a spicy, smoky banana. And that was how I would sell it to customers. And people absolutely loved it, and I think that was one of the best drinks I've ever made in my life. And it was just me looking around like, I don't know, it seems like these would work. I'm not excited about anything. I'm dead inside. And it worked. And then, so when I uh, was working on my recipe for best of the worst for 2023, I had my kimchi bloody that I originally made during quarantine because I was so bored and I wanted to experiment with things. And I was having a lot of ideas and and creative um, excitement. And then I thought like, Okay, since I was using watershed four-peel gin, and it was very lime-forward, uh, and then um, splitting it with the watershed bourbon just to kind of give it that extra, like, boozy backbone. I just – I tried to make bok choy bitters. They didn't work out, uh, and I didn't have much time. But I just threw in a little Ancho Verde, and was it, it carried the, the drink over, like um, – just that extra little bit of spice heat, but, you know, like targeted flavor and it really complemented the kimchi mix too. So, so do you have any advice for the home bartender who
2: has like tried to mimic your, um, bloody Mary or another cocktail and they bought a whole bottle of it and they have it, you know, and they're like, what do I do with it now? now what? Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, your favorite
3: use of it? Honestly, sometimes I will put like, cause I have a couple of bottles of it and sometimes I'll put like a little spoon. No, no barking. I'll, <laughs> I'll put a little spoonful, um, on top of food, anything savory. I've done something with it before where I made like a, a kind of like a scrambled eggs, potato, um, like a savory kind of like hash in the morning and well, not in the morning, but I would make it stop it. And then in the afternoon, um, throw a little bit of ancho verde on there, just like a few drops. Like it's not like a shot or anything. Uh, and I mix that in with the hot sauce. Um, it's so good. Like, so for me, me, eggs and sriracha have such an affinity. Like I yeah can't eat eggs without sriracha. Agreed. But a little, a little low sodium soy sauce and a little bit of ancho verde. It's fucking perfect. It's so good. Oh, That's good. I love that idea. So, yeah. So the
2: uh, representative that we spoke with from the company mentioned
3: using it in cooking as well. Mm-hmm. So that's very cool. I would love to talk to them and um, hear more about the history. Uh, a goal of mine would be, I, I've always wanted to work with tomatillo in a cocktail and it's been done a million times. So I've been trying to imagine it in my own way and Ancho Verde would definitely be a part of it. Probably raised too my mind
2: automatically goes to tequila or mezcal, Mm -hmm. but it can really be used with
3: any base beer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously for me, it worked really well with gin and bourbon. Uh, and I would like to, I mean, vodka, I'm sure vodka can, you know, vodka can hang with it as well. Yeah. Uh, but I, I see it with gin a lot in my mind because I really love botanical gins, uh, and another another spirit that i actually really would like to make a drink with would be like a rum agricole forward drink mm. with Verde. Mm. um that would I be i think ray yeah i think Reyes could could go with anything honestly because it's mostly just heat and a little bit of sweet uh yeah. so right.
2: yeah so do you have a preference between Verde and Reyes?
3: uh Well, Verde and I have a more consistent relationship. We talk more often. And then Reyes and I have a very fiery, passionate, like affair where every every few months race will be like, Hey girl, what's up? And I'll go, Oh my God, I shouldn't respond. And then I do anyway, you know, Um, which one's initiating
0: the threesome.
3: Yes, exactly. Well, you know, Verde is not jealous. Verde is like downed at clown and I'm grateful for that. We have a very open relationship, but um, I think Verde for me, Verde is a little more versatile, just a little bit, but I've I've used it more so with, with Reyes. Uh, I definitely am, am toying with it for the the Alibi Spring menu. So uh, I have a couple applications in mind. It just depends on uh, how like our quadrants. Um, the way that we've set up our development this this time around is we have a, a spreadsheet that is shared among all the bartenders, and everybody has permission to edit. And so I, being the extremely type A person that I am, everything is color-coordinated by spirit, and then quadrant, because we have to satisfy our quadrants on the menu. Sure. So I typically like to let everyone else have first pick, and then I want to go in for the scraps, because it, like, puts me in a box, and I really like limitations, because it forces me to be even more creative. Uh, I'm just weird like that. So I was the kid who, like, wanted school uniforms at my public school, and everybody... I mean, I already was an outcast. Nobody liked me anyway. So then they were already like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, I would love to not have to worry about what to wear tomorrow. Yeah. It'd be great. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I, I, I want to, I want to play around with, with both on shows, uh, for the spring, uh, for the spring menu. So we'll, we'll see. Um, Fine. yeah, they may, they may both be on there, uh,
0: well, I'm anxious I so. to get in and, and see what you come up with. Yeah,
2: I love that. Yeah. So could you brighten Ancho up? Like could it be in like a brighter cocktail? I don't know. Bubbles or uh, um, could you could you ever yeah. give it some effervescence? Would it work in that way? Do oh absolutely.
1: Yeah
3: now now you're getting me really excited because this is an excellent (laughs) idea um i think it would be lovely so riley robson who is one of my like closest friends and one of my co-tenders at albi her drink the mayor's wife that's on this current menu it's a uh mezcal and uh cranberry reduction shrub highball and it's one of the best cocktails i've ever had in my life it's my favorite i absolutely adore that drink and so when you're saying ancho verde or or reyes i could totally see that specifically because of her genius behind that shrub uh because it is a a reduction by a third and then uh white vinegar and every shrub i've ever made had apple cider vinegar it just i i never could see myself using white i I think i was just afraid to take the risk yeah she did it And it is so fucking perfect. And there's a very subtle amount of Giffard Vanilla in there. uh, But you wouldn't really see or detect, except you can smell it. Um, Mm. Outstanding. And I could totally see that working, that type of formula working with um, either or both on show. Um, I think that would be amazing. Yeah. Very cool.
0: Love that.
2: Well, I cannot wait to see what you come up with now, now that you have some inspiration and... um, we really love your passion for Ancho Reyes and Verde. Uh, you're, uh, Thanks
0: for telling us more about it.
2: Yeah, we, we really appreciate, appreciate that. It. Well, Sarah, yeah. thank you so much for talking to us about Ancho Reyes and Verde. We really appreciate it. I know that our listeners are going to appreciate knowing how to use that bottle that they have in
3: their back bar. So
2: And,
0: sure. and knowing why to grab it off the uh, the liquor store shelf
3: yeah oh, i hope so it's it's lovely and there's so much uh potential for it i think anybody can imagine something great with with either product um thank you for having me cheers cheers to, touch. Cheers to y'all
0: listeners please rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts check us out on facebook and instagram at sea craft cocktail tour visit our website at columbus craft cocktail for cocktail tour dates women in whiskey tastings, special events, merchandise. And if you're looking for a gift for that special person in your life, get them a gift card to our cocktail tour. Thank you to the biographer for our original music. And please remember to drink responsibly and be cocktail curious. Cheers.